0: Wakey, wakey, smell those eggs and bakey, it's time for Breakfast Talk, a podcast discussing current, independent, and mainstream entertainment topics, from gaming and movies to comics. Start your week off right with the Breakfast Boys. As always, if you can smell what we're cooking, click that like button, and if your tummies are rumbling for more, click subscribe and ring that brekkie bell to turn on all notifications. Alright,
1: let's talk. By, by the way, I was trying to—I've been trying to like search for it this whole time. I just found a um, an image from two thousand, I think, nine that says Iron Man two coming soon, Thor coming soon, Captain America coming soon, Avengers coming soon. Like they definitely had this stuff planned out so far yeah. in advance, and th- that—that's what I was mentioning with like the DC stuff. Like it feels like, yeah, you're right. They had all those those TV shows. It was, shows it was, kind of was so as soon
0: they
2: knew that Iron Man was a success. Was yeah, when I,
1: like, I think that they drew it all out and then the second, I think that it might have been after the movie was released Then I might have misremembered that, but I think it was like, they probably drew it all out and then they, the second it released and it was filmed, yeah. they're like, okay, we're going to go forward with
0: well, they yeah, They had a, did, they had a there's rough timeline. Yeah.
2: Tying in, right? Yeah. There's, there's so much that ties in and famously Joss Whedon went to the sets of the other movies as they were being filmed to, to kind of help out and make sure certain bits and pieces were in there for the Avengers movie.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm rewatching like the entire MCU at work because I, I know, just finished actually, uh, like, like well, a few well, months ago. And you're like talking about the Avengers again. I was like, oh, I just watched that again at like work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch.
3: I had to uh, put myself through watching Captain Marvel for the first time ever, and uh, it'll be my last time watching that movie. But uh, I, yep uh there's there's no concept.
2: Captain Marvel is a
3: shame because no, it could have been no, a much better movie I, I don't I'm sorry for anyone that the two people that are watching this and maybe you're a fan uh that's a terrible fucking movie um <laughs> It's, 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 it's the, the thing do, is do, I, that I the thing is problem. that
2: there was what they wanted to do and this is an yeah, interesting yeah. thing because we're talking about adding characters to ensembles right effectively and what they wanted was they wanted, and the same is kind of true of Doctor Strange, but the writing carried it off just about but you can see the same dodginess in that movie as you see in Captain Marvel. Um, If you look closely at those two movies, they actually have a lot of the same problems.
3: I like Doctor Strange, though.
2: Um, I like it fine, and and they got away with it, but it was was close.
3: I would say that the writing of the story
1: itself is very similar, but the character Doctor Strange as a personality is way better, because Captain Marvel is supposed to be almost unemotional, super powerful, right? It's supposed to, yeah, and, and because of that, you can't use the same story where, like, Doctor Strange is an interesting person, so you're, like, watching him, like, evolve and, like, she sh- doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I,
3: mean, I at some point, I mean, Ronan, they're, well, they're getting Ronan. worried, yeah. right? I mean, the guy that played Ronan, like, a different character, like, a different person, like an actor? It wasn't the same actor. Probably. Uh, was it just so was younger?
0: Or? I think mean, it's because his face is painted anyway, so they're like, we'll oh, just change it for somebody who's got a similar jawline, and they're to oh, okay. leave it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't um, much.
3: The only thing, the thing is, was blocked.
0: They, they
2: were super, super stuck, right? Because they knew that the you know the people who were playing the Avengers were coming to the end of being willing to do it, right? So you know you you've got a universe that relies on six people, and yep. they're they're done. You know they're, they're, they're broadly they're finished, right? You've got you got Robert Downey Jr., you got Chris Evans, you got you got all the rest of them. And they're, they're basically done. You know you're killing at least one of them off in, in Endgame anyway. You know that you're... Um, spoilers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Endgame spoilers is still a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Seriously. <laughs> um, you know you're killing one of them off in Endgame anyway. You, you know also that Hulk is going to be out of commission. You know that Hawkeye is done. You know, like, like, you know that you are you are losing these these characters who have propped up your universe for the longest time and what you do you're you're trying to bring in characters that maybe can be the replacements for these characters and they went with Captain Marvel they went with Black Panther they went with Doctor Strange they went with Spider-Man none of them really stuck as anyone who could pick up the MCU and I think if you watch those movies as they go Boring Spider-Man, where they decided that you know, I, I'm guessing for license reasons, they decided, okay, we're just going to go in a slightly different direction, not not kind of hang everything on this. And they, I actually really enjoyed Far From Home. I thought I thought that was a nice nice way of dealing with Mysterio. Yeah, I that it is
1: actually the only the only one I haven't seen yet. That's the, the oh, um, last one in the actual Phase Four, technically, and it's the only one I haven't seen yet. I still gotta watch see the that.
2: post-credit scene; it's awesome. Um, anyway leaving that on one side um you 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 see them get increasingly desperate as they bring out these characters so you have doctor strange you have black panther you know neither of those really landed as a character that can carry the mcu um you have captain marvel by which time they're like holy crap what are we gonna do okay we're just gonna amp her power up to 11 and call her thor um (laughs) You, you, you know like like they're, they're clearly worried you know you, think- you sat there watching and uh, when you especially when you watch them in really quick succession when you watch those movies towards the end first of all the quality just falls so hard at that during that period the quality of the movies compared to the movies at the beginning just the quality yeah. of the writing the quality of the they they just turned back to relying entirely on CGI for everything. I was about to
1: say they they went from storytelling to like art. they were like yeah like yeah. I think, CGI. I think
0: it I think part of it too is like especially when you're coming to like um some of these like like these later movies um some of it was a little bit like about the politics of the time right. So like I think that the story for Captain Marvel was actually hampered by some of the political attachments like they wanted to force kind of like these idealistic agendas. And I think that that kind of forced out a good story because let's just, let's just put it this way. She needed to be a little more tortured than she was. And it's like, they really? never really gave her any type of like, like internal, like really deep internal conflict. Like at least so Dr. Strange, like let, 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 oh. let me just finish, finish the thought here. So like at least Dr. Strange, like he lost his livelihood. His life was essentially yeah. over. So like you yeah. have that crushing like self kind of like, you know, like I have to literally change my entire life. I think her life was was like changed, but then she's like, she lost her memory. So it never really hit. Like it wasn't, it, and, and she's a flat emotional character in general. So she's very much like on that sarcastic side and like that nothing bothers me that Ryan Reynolds kind of Deadpool kind of humor. But it's, like, you have to have, like, the reason why, like, people like Deadpool is because he remembers he had a messed up childhood. And that's what makes him that character is he's so, like, it's like his outside now matches his inside kind of thing. You know what I mean? That makes sense. But, like, for for Captain Marvel, it's, like, they're pushing strong female character that nothing can, can bother her. Nothing can stop her. Well, then why don't you just beat the hell out of her? Why don't you just beat the hell out of her then? Like, give her, like, a really, really bad, like, storyline where she comes from a lot of, like, you know um she over she has to overcome a lot even before she's even a superhero and that would have given it more weight and it didn't have any of that there was no like conquering the moment you know what i mean it was just like well you're taken from the planet you get these powers and now you have to try and figure out where your life was like but you still you, you don't have any attachment like the only attachment she had was when she went back and she kind of remembered her best friend and it's like oh okay like i kind of remember you like i guess we were cool you know what I mean? Like there wasn't even like like a, a huge emotional connection there. So it, it, I just felt like yeah, it was all the complaints were that it was so flat. And if you look at the story, that's exactly it. There was no ebb and flow. It was that's just so flat throughout.
1: That's exactly right, though. The fact that she, she didn't remember anything negative. When she does meet her friend, it does not seem that emotional. Like, I, wa- I wasn't, I was like, upset about it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I didn't get any attachment to it. And then she's immediately the most powerful character in the entire Marvel universe. So when she appears in Endgame, she just takes out eight of the most powerful ships in, like, three and a half seconds. It's like... It literally, yeah, you're right. Like she has, she has nothing bad because she forgot everything, and she's the
0: most powerful being in the entire universe. Like it's crazy. Like it, it's it. I honestly yeah. think they should have said it farther in time. Like so, like Captain Marvel should have been like already betrayed by the Kree, and like when we're seeing her in this initial movie, like so she's lost her memory, and then she's been in the galaxy, she's been betrayed by the Kree, and she's like on the run from them, and we see a more evolved kind of character. Where it's like now, we it's like in Endgame, we see like, she's stressed out. She's like, man, there's so much shit happening throughout the galaxy. Like, I'm dealing with all this stuff. Like, you, you can see there's conflict there. You actually see emotion in Brie Larson's face. You're like, oh, okay, this makes, like, okay, she's, she's a little more emotive, things like that. So when she comes in for that, like, you know, for that save, game saver, you know what I mean? Like, she's the, she's the sixth man off the bench. It's like, it makes more sense. She's pissed off now. She's like, I'm going to end this right now. I'm going to go straight after Thanos. Like, I'm not letting anybody stop me anymore. Because she's seen so much over the course of all this time that she's like, I'm done playing games. I know I'm more powerful and I'm gonna just going to bring it. So, like, that made sense. But, like, everything prior to that did not make any, like, you have zero attachment to the character.
1: I just thought about how they could have fixed all of that. The the best way they could have done that instead of showing any of her on Earth, it should have shown her in space. Would have been way cooler, kind of Galaxy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy style. Have her get beaten up, right? Like through like having to overcome someone more powerful, all that stuff. It becomes very strong, and then at the very beginning of Endgame, or at the end credits of Infinity War, actually no, yeah, at the end credits of Infinity War, have it be five years in the future, just like it is in Endgame. She lands on Earth, and she's like, "What the hell happened?" I was only gone a few years, right? Like that kind of thing. That would have been, and then tell her origin story later and make it more interesting. That would have yeah. been the best way to introduce her. Like just see, like, cause think about it. Guardians of the Galaxy. We're in space. People are fighting. Dope. Let's go. Like that would have been perfectly fine to do with her. And for whatever reason, yeah. they yeah they they went to her origin story, which isn't interesting.
2: <laughs> so so the thing that interests me about Captain Marvel and the way that they've done it is I don't recognize that Captain Marvel that's in the movie as Captain Marvel. Like like that they 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 make such a big deal about how you know all, all the actors are all researching. I don't that that is not a Captain Marvel that I've ever seen. Like don't get me wrong, I absolutely loathe at least some of the versions of Captain Marvel because the the one that you see in um some of the more recent comics and uh, and in uh, Avengers Assemble the cartoon uh, the animated series. Um, I, I loathe that Captain, but at least I know it's Captain Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. The, I, 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 you know, uh, the the Captain Marvel I like is the one who's who you see in kind of the the first time she appears in the Avengers comics She accidentally gets her her powers from Marvel, and and, and we go from there. Um, uh, that that's that's the Captain Marvel I actually like. But again, that's that's not the same person, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know who this was. But but it's not it's not anyone I can recognize as Captain Marvel in any way.
0: Right. And I, right. I,
2: I wonder how much of that actually plays into these problems that, that you know, okay, it's an emotionally flat character. Why?
1: I, I would say, though, that even people who aren't Marvel fans who wouldn't recognize Captain Marvel regardless still thought the same things. So I don't think it has much to do with that. But I would say no, that... You could have given a guideline,
2: yeah, is so all I'm right, saying. Right, Where, like, I was say, Iron Man... Like- that's not really, like, Robert Downey yeah. Jr. as Iron Man It's not really Iron Man. Like, like he, he's got some traits that are similar, but, but he's certainly a lot more flamboyant. He's, a, you know, he's a lot more, you know. Yeah, the Playboy
1: Millionaire He's, he's Robert yeah. Downey
2: Jr. as, as Tony Stark. Yeah. E- exactly, right. I mean, he was very well cast for that particular role.
1: Well, I was going to say yeah. the interesting thing, though, too, is that when it's a character that you're very familiar with, like Batman, you can play a lot more, you have a lot more freedom to play and make him different. But like, nope. Like, if you're not a Marvel fan or haven't read a comic book, like, you don't know who Captain Marvel is. That's just straight out. Like, that's not a big character, like, you know, it's it's not somebody that most people know. And even if you do, you probably didn't read a bunch of like those individual comics. You probably saw them in the Avengers. So like, yeah. you, like because of that, you're you're pl- you're making a lot of freedom of like character without. You're right. Without that's what I was gonna say. Without any guidelines, you're not starting from a base that at least comic book fans can be familiar with. And because of that, ironically, you're, it's just a little more dangerous. You don't know if you're going to write a good story because the other ones have been time-tested. This hasn't been. And clearly, like, it came out very unfavorable or unfavorably. And yet.
0: I think that's exactly, like, what I'm saying. Like, some of the politics kind of guided where they were taking the story, I think. And it, it, it basically, like, detached it from the character that was already built that wasn't guided by those politics. It was just a character that had its own story, its own origin. They're like, well, you know, I think, you know, it's time to push certain things in the universe, one of which being female empowerment, which I don't get me wrong. That's awesome. But I think when you're kind of making it the gimmick or the, or the, the, the center point of a story, it's like you're kind of now catering too much to the appearance and not to the depth of the story. You know what I mean? And like I said, if you can't can't make a if you can't make a tortured character tortured, if you can't torture the character because you're like morally, I don't want to do this because how many times have we seen this happen over and over and over? And like, you know, this is this is one of the same this is like the uh, the patriarchy telling the story over and over, like we can't keep abusing women and you know what I mean? Like I get it, but at the same time you're you are compromising like just general storytelling. Like general storytelling is if you have a haunted past, you have a more interesting character in the present. You know
2: what I mean? Well, so if you don't you, give you them can, that... You can do it without a haunted past, right? You you sure. can do it with the character in the moment. I, I, I've actually done it and it's, you know, one of my proudest moments was actually reading a review of Violet Unstoppable, which was my third ever comic. And you know, the reviewer just said, you know what, this is this is exactly exactly the right way to tell this story. You know, it's not, it's not particularly a new story but it is told very well you know it is character comes up against her first supervillain. character has to you know be beaten down and and overcome right overcome the the, the difficulties and the odds well, yeah. and, and struggle
0: yeah exactly it, you know it doesn't need to be a, a necessarily a haunted past but more of like obstacles like i have to see this character suffer and overcome and and develop because of that because of that suffering and that overcoming
3: yeah, he's now frozen.
0: Oh. oh,
1: wait, what? That was so funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. I frozen, Hector bounced. Yeah, that's <laughs> so weird. That's, um, no. that's so funny. No, Hector was just talking. You were frozen. And I'm like, oh, I think he's frozen. And then somebody left. I'm like, oh, it's probably Ed. I'm like, wait, no, Hector just left. Ed's still here. <laughs> yeah, you, you were frozen for a second. But no, it's funny. Like you said that. Like That's exactly what I meant about the, um, is he frozen again? things frozen again but yeah that's exactly what i meant about the um uh captain marvel thing going out into space and being able to just fight villains that could be more powerful it heck, do I do, I had to why you leave
0: i no idea i had no idea that's so funny are, fun you, are you in the same ed house froze, ed froze you bounced <laughs>
1: you, you come back Ed's froze or ed was moving now oh, oh is he moving there he
0: is yeah, see, I see his, I see his image.
1: We're going to get like one frame per minute of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think yeah. I mean the 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 success and the controversy that has to do with like comparing the two like cinematic universes, I think it's very well like it's earned. You know what I mean? Like I think on one side even though you do have certain problems with certain characters like we we're just talking about in the Marvel the in the MCU like, I think actually, I disagree. I think that if Chad McBozeman didn't pass away, I think he actually was a character that probably could have carried the MCU, especially with, like, the whole um, uh, Illuminati. Um, I know they weren't going that direction, but I think, like, you know, had had he been, like, he, I think he could have been a very strong character in the MCU if they would have given him, I guess, more... Um, more growth, you know what I mean? Like I, I think Black Panther you. two. I think yeah, Black no, Panther
2: I, 2, We I, I might see a little bit of that, but with a caveat, and that is, yes, he could have helped carry it, but I don't think he could have carried it alone. With with sure. the other characters that are there, I, I don't, you know, I I don't see it happening with the Avengers being Black Panther and Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel. I, no, I, no, I, no, I'm not I, seeing that. I think honestly, it's
0: it's. The way that I see it is like they're not—they're tr- trying to make like a, the Avengers kind of this revolving team, like it's gonna keep changing throughout time because of casting, because of popularity of characters and things like that. I think they've already just uh, like made a decision in their mind that like we had this the original Avengers, right? We had them come together for all all these movies, and now it's just gonna be this revolving door of different Avengers. Like it's just a title of these people who are assembling together, and they could be different. And you'll see maybe Ant-Man in one version of it. And you'll see, you know, maybe uh, Scarlet Witch is now like, you know, I'm going to take up the mantle for a little bit because nobody else is going to do it. I'll, You know, because I learned from Black Widow and I learned from, from Captain America and I learned how to be a leader because of them and all these characters that are no longer in the MCU. So, you know, I'm going to take the reins for a little bit. And it seems like she is kind of coming into her own as a character in that way. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna, and then, you know, we can see a young Avengers cast. We can see, you know what I mean? Hawkeye, the, the show is gonna be about the daughter. It's not gonna be about um, Clint anymore, you know? And so, you have, and then with all these other shows, you have these worlds opening up where you can see all these different casts of characters like US Soldier, like Falcon, uh, you know, the new Captain America. So, you have, like, I think, like I said, you're gonna have this revolving cast of Avengers, young Spider Man. Uh, I think we're going to get Nova at some point. You know what I mean? So, like, we're going to see more younger characters come into the fold and start replacing just the... They're going to have different iterations of the Avengers team. You know what I mean? It's not going to be one solid team that carries on through throughout time. So here's the interesting
2: thing. I think they're going to run into problems with this um, because I think that they are relying on people watching the hours of TV series to understand certain things. So I have not yet seen WandaVision. Right, I, I plan to watch it, I just haven't got around to it yet. Okay. However, nothing I've seen makes me think that Scarlet Witch is even close to being a leader of the Avengers. Right? So if if they were to then stick an Avengers movie out there where Scarlet Witch is the leader of the Avengers, I'd be like, eh. Like right. how are you how are you gonna overcome the fact that the strength of this that we talked about earlier is is you know all of these connected stories that that you know give you this huge universe. But I think it, I think if you don't consume everything,
0: true, you miss Very something
2: true. and nothing makes sense anymore.
0: Very true. And I think they're gonna. They're, I think it's it's all about the timing that they're doing now, right? So like you don't see another Avengers movie for years out. So like by that time, there is a huge assumption that you should have at least consume some of this content to, like, catch up, you know?
2: So, so you know, you, the, the assertion is that, that I have to. And, and your average movie girl who is not a comic fan may well not. I, I think it makes it brittle. Um, I,
0: I, that's, agree, that's I, I, I agree to a, to a certain degree because, like, I think our societal norms has, have changed a lot. And I think again, like not all of like not everybody that is a straight up comic book fan or a Marvel fan or anything like like needs that reference point anymore because of the way that our st- like streaming services have been. And there's there's like even even the non-comic fan at this point is kind of tired of superhero stuff. You know what I mean? So like even the people who haven't spent years consuming the content because they've seen such a influx of it, like they're already like familiarized with at least the basics you know what i mean so even if like you don't know every single character you like the movies themselves will carry you through the show themselves will carry you through because like something like loki if i've never read a loki comic loki the series was so good that i don't need any other reference point it has created its own reference point from episode one and even if i haven't seen the other movies which i have so I, I'm familiar with this character of Loki. I can get a somewhat understanding of who this personality type is and then how they go through the story. It's entertaining. This person is a standalone character that I can just like, again, I can attach to simply because he's kind of annoying. He's, he's a little bit flamboyant. He's, he's got character. You know what I mean? Um, so and I think uh, uh, WandaVision was essentially the same way. It was it had so much cachet. It had so much like brilliance in the writing and where they're placing certain things that it. Even if you don't know who Scarlet Witch is, even if you don't know Wanda like, Vision, if you've not seen the other Avengers, it's entertaining in its own way. Um, I think a little bit more of Captain, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier was a little more reliant on the universe itself to, to carry it forward. So there was already themes that were in play and you're just like carrying, carrying it out. Um, I think Loki and uh, um, WandaVision were a little bit more standalone stories. Like, they started on a point where it didn't reference immediately, it didn't reference the other content, but then you start slowly working into that other content. It's, it's like a flashback kind of thing, like, oh, yeah, I remember. This is what happened in this movie, in this movie, and this movie, and that's what makes this all work. But um, uh, I'm sorry, Winter Soldier and Captain America was definitely much more reliant on the, the 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 MCU movies so
2: again I'm enjoying this conversation because I partially agree with you and I partially disagree with you and the reason I disagree with you partially is what I've been saying about how I think the standard of of the actual movies has gone down significantly so you know if, if we were talking about this you know shortly after Avengers had come out I'd be a lot more like a lot more yeah definitely I think we're okay you know, we are gonna be okay with these various things. But if you look at you know, if you actually look at the writing standard in pretty much every movie from Iron Man Two? And I liked Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was actually done quite well. Gone the Galaxy Two was okay. And then it really just nosedives. And and I include I include Endgame in that. Infinity War was was not great. I wasn't a fan of uh, The Dark World. Uh, almost no one was a fan no, of Dark World, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you're, you're funny
1: that the only thing that makes that movie better is Captain Marvel.
2: Um, <laughs> but 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 what I'm saying is, um, I really think the actual the actual standard of the movies has dropped, and there's there's a lot of recency bias. I saw a lot of things. Of people coming out and going, "Whoa, my God! Endgame is the best movie ever!" And I'm like, "No, actually, right. no. It's it's really kind of not. Like, <laughs> it, in fairness, it's a comic book movie. And and as a writer, kudos to them for making the plot of the comic book movie a dumb comic book plot, right? Like, like the time travel thing. That's d- that's a dumb comic book. You you get that in a comic book, right?" Right, but to look at that movie and say that's the best movie ever, I'm sorry you've really missed something. Like, like it's not even the best Avengers movie ever.
0: No, it. I think it was very much um, built, and I think that maybe that's that's where we're getting into with the, with with the recent stuff. Is it's built more for pure entertainment? That. Yes. It's it, it, it's not built for strong, long lasting time-tested storyline. Yeah, I think agree. I it's, like
1: no, it's a Michael Bay ending to the Avenger world. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. Because honestly, the reason why everyone says it's the best movie, it's kind of recency bias, but it's also like we've been watching this forever, waiting for this scene, and then it was. Like the fight scene, the Michael Bay epic fight scene. Yeah. That's all we wanted at that time. If you watch all of them back-to-back, there's no way that's the most enjoyable one to watch. But not if by, not it by years it. and years and years for this, yeah. Epic, it's like no. the, it's the Battle of the Five Armies in uh, the Hobbit series, like it's so yeah. epic that you're just like, Whoa!
2: But yeah. that, that's kind of what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, you're saying Hector, um, oh, I think that you know, I think the strong storytelling in the movies is going to carry this, and I'm going, Actually, I, what I, think it. I think it's more telling,
0: I think it's no, no, no. I think it's the shows that have a strong storytelling. The movies, I agree. Like they're they're definitely a little more hit or miss than the beginning of the like the phase one of the MCU for sure. Yeah. But like the shows, like I mean, I don't know how far you you said you haven't seen uh, WandaVision. Um, no, I don't know how familiar did you did you watch Loki at all? Not yet, no. Okay, so I think the st- the standard then is going to pick up as you watch it. You're going to see like again, there's more concepts that they're playing with, and it's because they have you know, these hour long shows in a, in a series. So like they can string together more of a, more of a cohesive, linear storyline than that is allowed in a movie. And I think like, again, it, it, I think partially it's, it's like entertainment value, like the movies, they're, they're, they're leading into more entertainment value factor and things like that. But then also like, maybe it's just that these characters were a little too complex or, or they needed more time than, than a movie would allow to explain it or to, to really get a point across that maybe they wanted to. But I, there's there's failures. I agree. There's definitely failures. I, I, think, I think the show's the kind League. of – You know
1: what I mean? Like the Justice League Snyder cut, it needed that to tell that whole story. Like you can't right. – My brother told me that because I still haven't seen it, the uh, Superman uh, the extended cut. Sorry, uh, Batman v Superman extended cut. He said there's an extra half hour of footage in the film, and it makes the movie like – 500 times better because there's like segments that you needed to show in a movie, or it's unenjoyable. Like, there's plot holes all over the place. It's so obvious, like, things are missing. And I think, like, the same with like the Snyder cut. I, I, like, honestly, I would love, like, uh, even The Mandalorian, like, it wasn't like absolutely amazing, but it was really fun to watch. It was enjoyable. And it's because, like, I knew every week we had a new story. Like, I think people, I think we talked about this in an old uh, episode uh, of Breakfast Talk about how. I think that the old TV show of like being released at eight o'clock on Friday every week, like people forget like how enjoyable that is, the anticipation building up and then watching it, right? Building up like people now are like the like we said with Austin, like that Instagram world, they want like, 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 like. they don't they don't remember what it's like to hold on and wait a second and then get it. And like that's awesome. And I think doing the TV series that way, knowing there's gonna be some epic conclusion when it's done. Having it released one at a time is so much better, which is why, like I mentioned before, The Endgame, even though it might not have been the best movie out, standalone, it's this epic conclusion to this series of movies. It doesn't matter if it's the best individual movie because nobody should ever watch that movie having not watched previous ep- uh, movies, right? And that's the whole thing. Like, this is for the fans. This is just for us, right? And like, And that's how you get, like, this hype like people that just love that stuff and so i think that you're you're right on the sense that the the, uh sorry ed's right in the sense that the movies have been going downhill and i do believe i have not seen them yet but i do believe just based on how a lot of the tv series have gone with uh comic book shows that uh they they very often give you so much more that even if the like even if it does go down a little bit like the writing or any quality very often like you're so involved with the character now that like there's so much back uh, story built that you can do almost anything now, and like I think that that will definitely build a lot into the Marvel universe.
0: And I agree with you, Ed, when it comes to the brittleness of the universe, right? Because like, like you said, you're relying too much on other content that's outside of, like, so from a storytelling point of view, absolutely, like it's easier to see where like. You, if you need information from a whole nother show, like, then why am I even, wa- like, I have to watch this, and then, like, I have to watch this, and then this, and then this, just to get this. Like, that like that like that's kind of like a trap, right? Like, I, I'm forcing you to watch all of this content, even if you're not, like, really into it. Like, you're not interested in it. You have to watch it for context, which does suck. Um, luckily for me, I mean, I, I feel like, I'm I'm in it for the entertainment value <laughs> more than I'm you know really analyzing it and like you know getting into like the um, you know what is this giving me morally what is this giving me philosophically like I'm not really into it for that I feel like like I'm I'm definitely into like independent stuff for that but like the MCU and like the DCEU, it's just like it's just like you know I don't know I, I just it's pretty pictures you know what I mean like to a certain degree like I do like continuity I do like it to make sense I would love a great storytelling. But if it doesn't have that, I'm not like going home pissed off. And like, I, I feel like the start maybe Star Wars, like the entire series of Star Wars, kind of prepped me for that disappointment, where like I can't hang my hat on like this fandom. You know what I mean? Like because it's gonna let me down at some point. So I just maybe my expectations are just lower with it than they used to be as a fan. But um, that's where I'm at. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I
2: I completely understand the position. Um, it's it's kind of. I'm, I'm looking at this, as, as you say, I'm looking at it from a continuity perspective, I'm looking at it from a writing perspective, I'm looking at it from, okay, if I'm attempting to do a similar thing in, in concept, as in build my universe in a way that people can absorb, what do I think they're doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And uh, as I said, my, my concern is that what's going to happen is this universe is too brittle and we don't want a
1: jumping of the shark is what we don't want. We don't want it where like the, the whole series gets tainted by this one really bad moment where they do something and you're like you should have ended 18 movies ago. <laughs> like that's I think yeah. that's what what most like Marvel fans or even just general comic book fans
2: or super that's what, comic eventually comics. it will happen. Like like that that's that's something that that as a writer I understand completely. Eventually well, well, one day I, that will I, happen. It's just do, a question of what.
1: Unless you do the cowboy bebop way, where you do one epic freaking season, and you know how it ends, and it in fact ends.
2: Like, I think the um, they will not do it. That's too much money in it. Oh,
1: I know, I know. But like, that's the
0: thing is like, that's how you get like the great stories that are forever. Like, that's you know. I think um, I think you're absolutely right. It's inevitable, right? Like, you're gonna you're gonna have some some fracturing of the linearness between all these stories that that destroy the continuity and that do kind of ruin it for you, right? And I think that's why they're trying to go wide now with like the amount of characters that they are bringing into the universe. So it's like, well, at least you can stay a fan of this character. We'll, We'll give you like, if you like this movie, we'll give you two more. You know what I mean? Even if they're not super high-budget movies, even if they're like Ant-Man budget movies, we'll still give you two more. Like did You, you know still that have they, this, this character's content, you know? Did you know that they, uh because
1: Thor is in Fortnite, they actually announced that the universe of Fortnite is technically part of the
2: multiverse? Oh, the God. oh no, God.
1: They're literally, they're, they, you know what the, the, side the thing about
2: the, the thing about the Marvel multiverse, though, is there are no limit to the number of universes there are so you can literally do anything it's cool i mean there's the ape universe for goodness sake that's the (laughs) point where you check out with caring
0: (laughs) yeah i mean we already seen a crocodile loki essentially so that tells you a lot
2: Right, I'm gonna to have to head. Uh, it's getting late over here, yeah. So, uh, it's been really good having a chat. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah,
0: but, yeah, it was great. Three or
3: four, yeah. Sorry, I was <laughs> late. <laughs> so, what you say? What, what, what?
2: I think we missed what you said, Greg.
3: Oh, I'm gonna, this is gonna be like four episodes <laughs> when I edit it that's vaguely familiar uh sorry uh, fine. that's that's like, awesome that like gives us the entire month of august off so <laughs> yeah this yeah, is our first one
0: back we just started yeah
3: now, now you know what to do whenever you
2: want to have like a month off you just you just go hey ed can you hey. can you come talk to us for a bit ed, <laughs> we, we need you buddy
3: no we'll just be ahead of ourselves
0: well, yeah, thanks for
2: coming on. Right, so thanks very much, guys. Um, you have a
0: lovely uh, afternoon, I guess. Yeah, you was, well. Have a good night.